0: Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.
1: Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com.
2: night on the free talk live network Dayton charlie coming at you from nashville tennessee we're still in the middle of don't number one right now don't bleep is where uh, all the listeners the live listeners and the fed haters club put in submissions and then we do a special show every week and we present normally about 10 of them today it's seven and then they get the vote on what the dumbest thing was and uh, guess what? We're still talking about Joe Biden. Do people, do people really think that everyone is so stupid that they think when someone says, I do not recall, they actually don't recall? You know, what it I, is? I
3: used to think that maybe people aren't that stupid, but I'm starting to think there's a lot of stupid people and <laughs> it's maybe true. it's not their fault. You know, a juror would a jury would come back and be like, well, you know, uh, Roberta was too dumb for her own good.
2: I think, you know, Biden said last night, there's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell he dare raise that. And then he, he starts, he kind of gets close to crying and stuff like that last night. Uh, it's sad to see an old man remember that his son died, uh, you know, live on TV. And so that, that's sad for sure. But he's upset that the guy raised that. Well, that's one of the reasons that you're not getting charged, Biden, because you clearly are losing your mind. You're clearly an 81-year-old man that probably has dementia. You know, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not diagnosing him or anything, but kind of seems like dementia, you know, that to yeah. me. So he goes on TV last night because he's upset, you know, yelling at times, like old people with dementia do at sometimes. You know, you ever gone to an old folks home and dealt mm-hmm. with old people before? Yeah. Yeah, they, they lose their cool sometimes. And so he came out and lost his cool sometimes last night and we have a video of him coming out to prove that he's just fine where he says that the president of mexico won't let emergency aid into gaza
4: the conduct of the response in gaza in the gaza strip has been um over the top I think that, uh, as you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I've been pushing really
0: hard.
2: Now listen. That's fine. This happens sometimes. Trump did this with Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi not too long ago. Trump has uh, confused um, Hungary and, oh, uh, what's the other? I can't remember the Turkey.
3: Uh, but not in a press conference to prove uh, how sharp yeah, you are. That's where it gets ridiculous.
2: <laughs> he's here to prove that he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's upset that people are saying he's not. Yeah. And then he comes out here and makes even more gaffes, proving that this is why he doesn't come out and talk to people very often because it's an endless supply of gaffes at all times. But the left wing propagandists are out there for you. Of course, you remember everyone's worried about Tucker. That's why I wanted to combine these uh, two things, number one and two. We're still on number I one. I wish
3: somebody would just like ask a question, like, what year is it? <laughs> just the standard cognitive questions, you know? Do a neuro, a quick neuro assessment. Should we have a cognitive
2: test for people who want to run for president?
3: No, I no. think you let the I, American people decide. I agree with that. Yeah. I think
2: the American people should demand that people take that test, and I think that they should refuse to vote for someone who refuses to take that test. Or and but that who they can use those, the test. That's the thing. Who administer? You know, how do they administer it? How do they say the questions? Uh, you would hope, I guess, it's like a standard test. Who funds the company that runs the who, test. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, they should take the test. I don't know if it should be mandated by law that they take the test because then they're, the people who mandate that by law are also going to be screwing with the test at the same time. So, But I would like everyone to take the test. I would. This Brian J. Karem comes out and says... Uh, This is in response to Biden's press conference last night. Now, he stood. He took questions. He took responsibility. He pushed back. Actually, he said that his staff are the ones who moved the boxes, and he didn't know that the stuff was there. That's not taking responsibility. He pushed back. He defended himself without belittling anyone. Except the staff. Except the uh, special counsel, too. Tonight showed us the greatest weakness and strengths of the Biden presidency. They're the same thing, by the way. He's good in front of a camera. His greatest weaknesses are his greatest strengths, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. He's good in front of a camera, and he needs to show up more often. Exactly. That's what we found out.
3: Okay, let's go to... If he shows up more often, it would be worse. <laughs>
2: let's go to Rachel Maddow and some of those crazies over there on MSNBC and listen to a minute or so of this. Of course, they're providing some cover for Biden. The propagandists for the regime... Out here providing cover, acting like we're crazy for thinking that Biden has lost a step or eight of them. Yeah. Lost a lot of steps because now he goes through the lower steps on Air Force One. So he's (laughs) like only got a quarter of the steps he used to have. Okay. He's lost (laughs) like 75% of his steps. Yeah. You know? Okay, here's what they had to say.
1: Well, yeah, especially this line uh, that the president quoted where the report refers to him as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Uh, What is the word elderly doing there? Uh, And poor memory, what is the test of that? Might that be Donald Trump saying, I don't recall 400 times under oath in the same deposition. Is that a good test of it? Um, the the idea that witnesses over a 40-year discussion, 40-year discussion, don't remember everything, or that someone who graduates from college in June can't tell you where the diploma is in September, <laughs> uh, that seems to be a condition that... that, that-
2: okay, just so you know, those are comparisons to... Him not remembering when he was the vice president and when When his his son son died. died.
3: Okay. Same thing as losing your diploma.
2: Yeah. Well, losing your (laughs) diploma, that's the same thing as (coughs) mishandling top secret classified documents in a box in your garage. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have any more responsibility for that than your average Joe And doesn't know where their diploma
3: is. Personally giving someone who doesn't have a clearance to Mm -hmm. that information, that information. Yeah. When you're trying to, when you're getting him to write a memoir mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. telling everyone you're not gay, there's a little more <laughs> that this uh, special prosecutor doesn't
1: understand in the human mind. Uh, so I, I'm going to be fascinated when I can get into uh, all these hundreds of pages to see what is it that makes you stress of a lack of memory in this particular case, uh, where you died. have this completely cooperative uh, witness. And he remember. And there it. has never been a witness under oath, anywhere, being questioned over a period of years of that witness's life where they don't say, I do not recall. It is impossible to ask witnesses questions where they answer will not be, I don't recall. He and never if you said, I don't, don't, get- don't
2: recall, by the way. That's what he's saying. That's the point he's making. He didn't say, I don't recall. I guess he just messed up. On- They're not the same thing. Yeah, he that's said the, point. the wrong year. That's what we said earlier. Like, that's not, I don't recall.
3: That's acting as if the people... Like, hey, Nate, when did your son die? And you're like, I don't recall. That's a much different answer than 2009. And I'll be yeah. like, Well, you don't have a son. <laughs> you know? Yes, that is how that would That's go. Totally different.
2: Um, it's a uh, it the the thing that bothers me is this guy. I don't remember what this guy's name is. Acting like the us lowly idiots out here listening actually believe. That when a witness says, I do not recall, that that means that they don't remember. Yeah, Everyone knows what I do not recall means. It means I don't want to give specifics because I don't want to go to jail. That's what that answer means. Yes. And you can't prove that I don't recall something. And so, therefore, you got no case if I said I don't recall that. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. Everyone knows that. Except for in a few instances where someone didn't actually that is not the same as not remembering what year you were vice president or specifically what year your son died those are different things all right let me see if there's Especially anything when else when you were
3: when you were vice president not that long ago. Get
0: that response, it just means
3: you didn't af- ask enough questions.
0: Can I speak just on that? Because yeah. I had the same thought. It's fairly standard lawyering to
3: advise people even when in doubt or you think you might remember. If you can credibly say, I don't recall about something, that's a standard legal advice. And it has nothing to do with the age of
0: the person giving the demonstration. When you're
5: under oath, you can't lie. If you do recall, you have to say that you can, but if you can't...
0: Exactly. Well, that, that's the whole you point, right, Rachel? That basically, because something. of those standards, uh, the extra burden that you don't want to get anything wrong means nice. you err on the side of saying
2: I don't recall I don't remember unless you really specifically do that's what that's what was happening there was just that extra burden for Biden he didn't want to get anything wrong therefore he said the wrong years because yes. he didn't want to accidentally say the correct year right. that his son died or the correct year that he got out of office as vice president it's yeah. just standard legal advice Charlie Exactly. You, know, you say the wrong years Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My God. Okay. This
3: is the dumb blade.
2: <laughs> You'd you be surprised. There's a reason this is number one, and there's another one that's number seven also. Okay. But it's, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, okay. That's the end for number one. Uh, we're 28 minutes into the uh, episode now. So <laughs> I guess we should move on. ML. Uh, Bill Crystal has had a couple things to say about Tucker doing this interview with Vladimir Putin. The interview came out last night. <clears throat> Charlie's watched some clips from it. I have watched. Uh, I didn't watch any specific clips. I'm just, I'm an hour into the interview right now. We've made it up to world war one. I'm pretty sure in the, uh, in the interview. Now he, um, there's some great memes out there coming from this interview for sure, because he starts like, why did you invade Ukraine? Well, we have to start in the year 800, 862 or yeah. something like that. I don't yeah. know what year it is specifically. Yeah. This is all number one. Just, uh, Just so everyone in the group
3: knows. Well, now we're on number two.
2: Now it's number two, and it's going to be just a couple things said about the Tucker interview. I've watched an hour of it. It was not a crazy softball interview. He has pushed back on some things. He did ask about that journalist uh, that's imprisoned there. He asked several questions about, you know, can you just release him to us? He can come home with us. He asked several times. Uh, People were talking about how Tucker wasn't going to ask about that and several other things. It seems like the people on the left were completely wrong about Tucker. actually asked
3: about argued with him. Yeah. About giving that guy home in addition. And Putin repeated himself probably four or five times. He actually seemed to be getting frustrated. So he kept saying like, well, I'll repeat like this guy had classified information as well. He's not just a journalist. Let the special forces work it out. Basically they're in communication. You know, this is out of my hands. Yeah. Um, essentially this isn't, Basically, Putin was saying this guy is not just a journalist.
2: He also said that talking about it in public like this made it uh, harder to make something happen. He was essentially saying, like, the fact that we're talking about this in public right now makes the negotiations harder. And so he was kind of trying to shut down those questions. I will say uh, in watching, I think Putin is a guy who likes to assert dominance and likes to emasculate the person that he's talking to. It was a very uncomfortable setup in an uncomfortable room. There is little things also that I recognized. Um, uh, this is stupid. This is really dumb. But I think Putin was, was trying to set it up to try to have this dominance and make Tucker look uh, weak while he was talking to him. Several times, Tucker would ask a question and he would say, no, no I'm, I'm answering this question right now. And he would say uh, at the beginning, it's like, well, do you want to have a show? Do you want to have a serious conversation? And Tucker gives this annoying, you know, kind of awkward laugh half an hour in he asks another question and he's like, Hey, I asked you at the beginning, if you wanted to do a show or if you wanted to have a serious conversation and just goes right back on to the year, the year 1736, you know, and, and keeps going through that. Um, There's other weird stuff. Like even the seating position of the interview is awkward. And I could feel Tucker's awkwardness in the way he was sitting. He looks weird in the way he's leaning in. Like he looks ridiculous during the interview. In my opinion. Putin's kind of spread out. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, I'll kind of lay back. And Tucker's like <laughs> doing this. He's got him set up on this is this is stupid stuff. It doesn't matter for Dumblete number two. He's got him set up on the left side. Tucker's always on the right side. Do you ever notice that you're better at doing things over to your left or to your right? When I want to listen to something and comprehend something, I put my right airpod in. And if that's what I want to listen to, that's my bad ear. So actually I I go the left side. If I want to comprehend all the stuff out here, but also be hearing something that I don't have to pay that much attention to. I put it on my left. I literally comprehend better on my right. Mm. And I'm better talking to my right like this. I felt awkward the time we were over here and I was talking to you over here like this. Which is why we ended up moving, because I wanted to set you up in she this position. She wanted to emasculate me. Yes, <laughs> the whole point. <laughs> so there's like little stuff like this where you can yeah. just tell it was very awkward for Tucker. Here's what Bill Crystal had to say, Charlie. Before the interview, uh, a few days before, and then just yesterday. Okay.
3: Billy Crystal. Do you remember he debated Scott Horton? hmm Horton destroyed him, for yeah. sure. He said, perhaps we need a total and complete shutdown of Tucker Carlson re-entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what is going on. That was before the interview.
2: Um, Just a journalist going to a country to interview the president of a country that we're essentially at war, war yeah. with.
3: And then he tweets uh, a couple days later, occasionally a political party does something admirable.
2: This Demi- is actually separate from the Tucker thing, but Bill Crystal Said a couple dumb things, so I want to combine it real quick.
3: The Democrats accepted immigration legislation they disliked not to accommodate some woke constituency or interest group, but to help Ukraine defend itself against Putin's aggression. These Democrats put country first.
2: The the country they put first was Ukraine. Right. Just to just to be clear. They decided to take legislation they didn't like so they could give Ukraine money. Exactly. And that's putting country first. Exactly. But of course that's in our war with Russia, and to deter Putin's aggression. Mm-hmm. so Bill Kristol always wants to go to war. He loves the fact that we're fighting Russia right now. Uh, there's a couple things. Um, here's from this guy, Guy Verhofstadt. Um, Stod, the Stod, uh CNN Business headline says Putin walks away with propaganda victory after Tucker Carlson's softball interview. They probably wrote that a couple days ago, Yeah, and just released it last night. And he says...
3: Carlson interview is the best thing that ever happened to Putin. America tomorrow will suffer from having him spreading lies, unchallenged and unfiltered. This is how democracies die (laughs) by talking to people, by talking to people. That's how you, yeah, that's how you kill democracy. So the
2: idea then to keep the democracy alive would be that you only allow one specific opinion to filter through the news and never Mm -hmm. question those people. Because when people interview Joe Biden, oh man, let me tell you what, it's a hard-hitting interview, for sure. They push on him real hard, man. There's no way that they're helping carry water for, for the American regime. No, they're all, they're all propagandists, and the idea that interviewing the guy from another country is going to destroy a democracy, guess what, the democracy sucks if that's the case. Yeah, right. So The fact that like, you can't talk to you people. You can't hear someone else's point of view.
3: Yeah, and then decide if it's wrong. <laughs>
2: And that's how democracy dies, is if you are able to hear another person's argument on a situation. Yeah. That sounds more like we already live in fascism, in my opinion. Yeah. My humble opinion. All right. Moving through quickly, then believe number three now for uh this is Chief Warren. Yeah, Chief Warren's got a got a couple things here. She's been concerned about inflation for a while, but now she's taken aim at a, at this this new occurrence that it's her job to take care of. And that is something called shrinkflation, mm. which is what I thought you, is what it was called when I watched videos of Elizabeth Warren. Uh, but <laughs> instead, she's talking about Doritos and Oreos and stuff like that. Real and, quick,
3: did you see Rand Paul's tweet about, uh, basically is referencing Biden, but he said that he's going to build a wall with Gaza and make Mexico pay for it. And boy, are they going to be confused? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> I saw that this morning. It's really good. Yeah, last night I was, was back a big double number 1. Last but, night was a
2: big news night. Yeah. yeah. You ever go
6: for the last chip in the Dorito bag and suddenly say, "Whoa, there should have been more chips in here." You would be right. From Doritos oh to saying. Oreos to even toilet paper corporations are shrinking how much they give us, but they're charging the same amount or sometimes even more. It's called shrinkflation. Corporate executives thought we wouldn't notice, but they're wrong. We noticed. Now, the corporations come back crying, oh, it's all because of inflation. Really? Then explain this. How is it that corporate profits have increased by 75% over the past few years. They are outrunning inflation by miles. We're not fooled. These giant corporations are inflating their profits.
3: Okay. The whole time, all I can think of, your fat ass eat the whole bag of Doritos (laughs) and realize there weren't as many as there used to be. (laughs) So she has a,
2: there's a supplemental tweet with this. Uh, by the way, when she talks about the corporate profits, they're referencing a study done of the top 100 companies uh, in the U.S. I believe it's the top 100 companies. A lot of those companies are tech companies that don't even produce physical products that people <laughs> buy anyway. Yeah. Okay. Like a lot of them have just. And tr- also remember we saw that it was for two quarters.
3: Yeah. In one <laughs> year.
2: Yeah. That, uh, we went, was that last week we and talked about that? And we're not even taking into the
3: account the amount of money they lost before that?
2: No. Oh, you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the only way that they're able to do this, by the way, is because of the increased money supply. Anyway, corporations are always greedy, and they are always charging the most amount that they can charge and buy and still sell a high volume of products so they can make the most amount of money. They were doing the same thing in 2019 as they're doing right now. All that changed is the money supply, as we talked about last time. And all we this is happening this.
3: while people are getting <clears throat> food delivered to them for. Way more than what it would be to actually go to the grocery store and make your own food. Now she says less toilet paper on your roll. Trust me. I know this because like <laughs> I order Panera to be delivered and I know I could go to Panera for about 25 bucks. Yeah. But I get Uber eats to deliver it to my door. Cause I don't feel like going there because <laughs> it's about a 16 minute drive. And mm, that's you all. don't want to do that. Who wants that's 32 no. minutes round trip. No. What Unless you- I have to get out of my truck and go in the store, make movements with your body. And it turns out it cost me about $20 more for that entire service. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause you got the service fees how and the wait, delivery fees, and you got the tip, the tit tip tip. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Misunderstood you yeah. there. The T is silent on that. I got gotcha. you. Tip.
2: <laughs> Less toilet paper on your roll. I want to know what kind of doctorate she has, because I don't know how much toilet paper is it. Is it eight double rolls? Is it the same as 16 triple rolls or yeah. is it like 16 regular rolls and it's the same as like five triple rolls? I don't know what's going I on. I don't
3: have the toilet paper math degree <laughs> because I mean, that's I'm, high level You math. know
2: what? If we have to sign a law that says that they just sell toilet paper and tell you how many rolls there are without putting all this double, triple roll stuff on the packaging, yeah, whatever. I'll support that one because yeah. I'm sick of that.
3: You can't triple I'm roll a like- double roll anyway. <laughs> It's already been doubled. How are you going to triple it? She says we've got to crack down on it. How do you
2: crack down on this? It's just inflation. It's still inflation. They can either sell you the same amount of stuff for a higher amount of money, or they can sell you a lower amount of stuff for the same amount of money, but it's still the per unit price of whatever is going in the bag that is changing. That's it. Per per Dorito. You're going to crack down on that? What does that mean? You're going to crack down. What's the per Dorito unit price? I'm not sure. Uh, so that's ridiculous. And also,
3: in, should we be eating Doritos and Oreos? No. No, we shouldn't
2: be doing that. We should be eating potatoes. Uh, we're still on Dumblet number three. Good Lord, we got to move it on after this, which we uh, will be doing. We still got some really good ones coming up. I know that you think Joe Biden and the documents thing is going to win, but I, I, just believe me there's some really good stuff that we got lined up for this i remember you can listen to our daily podcast good morning liberty on your favorite podcast channel good morning liberty or you can catch us every tuesday on free talk live and you can find that on the free talk live podcast channel as well so uh coming up we got a few more dumb bleeps and then we'll figure out who the winner is
0: USA News update. In January, inflation slightly surpassed expectations. Recent government data reveals that the consumer price index increased by three-tenths of a percent last month, reflecting higher expenses for goods and services for Americans. The Senate has approved a $95 billion aid package featuring significant allocations for Israel and Ukraine. Despite passing with a 70-29 to 29 vote, its prospects in the Republican-controlled House remain uncertain. The NYPD is sharing images of two suspects involved in the fatal subway shooting at Mount Eden Station Monday, Chief of Detectives Joseph Kenny. Once the groups come together on the train, there's a verbal dispute that quickly leads to a physical fight. As the train is pulling into the station at Mount Eden, one round is fired inside of the train car. A 35-year-old man who was an innocent bystander was killed in that shooting while five others sustained injuries. John Schaefer, USA News. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTee.com.
7: Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is eight three three eight four eight two five nine zero. That's eight three three Vital ninety.
5: Hi, this is doctor Joel Wallach, the mineral doctor. You've heard me talk about ninety for life for years. sixty minerals, sixteen vitamins, twelve amino acids, two fatty acids. You may not know this that I've actually designed Arthur Dex for animals. That's right. Your pets need ninety for life too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again,
1: 877-279-9422. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Freetalk Live. Live.
2: Liberty at night with Nate and Charlie on the free talk live network coming at you from Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure you find our daily podcast called Good Morning Liberty on your favorite podcast app. We're doing Dumb Leap of the Week right now, and we are just about finished. Get ready for it. I wanted to make fun of this guy real quick. This is from a thing from CNN Business, and they're talking about, by the way, they're talking about how McDonald's referenced in their latest earnings call that they're going to have to start lowering their prices. Which is weird. Hmm. They said that they've noticed that consumers are not happy about their higher price menu items. I went to the dollar, uh, the dollar menu. I ordered, you know, we got that order. It's a McDouble, it's a McChicken, it's a large fry, and it's a large Coke Zero. You know, back in the day, back in my day, well, you couldn't get a large fry, small fry, small fry. Yeah, for it a wasn't dollar? a large for a little while. I'm pretty sure a large fry was a dollar.
3: I don't know what McDonald's you're going to. That's... Okay.
2: Well, anyway, back in my day, that would have cost like five bucks. Mm. Okay. The other day, it cost me
3: 10 bucks to
2: get that because it's close to to $10. (laughs) It's not even that. It's almost a $3 menu now. It's crazy, man. We got to crack down on this. (laughs) Well, anyway, um, CNN, you get less fries in the box. They bring up this video of this dude talking about a hash brown costing $3, which by the way, the market's working because McDonald's noticed that the consumers aren't happy with this and they're losing consumers. To other places and that they have to start lowering their menu item prices so they can get their uh, customers back. And so the market will start working. They'll find the point that it's too high for people and they'll start reducing that price. There's price discovery right now for hash browns. This example this guy gives is really dumb.
6: Key customers who make $45,000 a year or less. And a lot of people have taken to social media to complain about it.
3: Is $3 worth of food? This, for reference, is a potato, which you can get four to five pounds of these for $3,
0: $4. Something doesn't seem right here. You're also supposed
2: okay. to be... That's the only thing I wanted to play. Now, what I would like to ask that guy to do, we'll do an economics lesson real quick.
3: Cut it up. Yeah.
2: Thank you. you Chop go, it up. You go ahead, Charlie.
3: Put it in a mold. <laughs> spray some stuff on it. Spray the chemicals on it to keep it together. Fry it up. Mm-hmm. And then, then do your comparison. Like the
2: salty goodness, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> comply with USDA guidelines, stuff like that. Produce millions of them. And then tell me that a hash brown should cost its weight in a potato. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Do you know how many... Machines come together to make these things. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say people. No, I realized machines. that was totally off. <laughs> people before. But, but there's a lot of capital goods that go into buying those machines. And there's time. There's, maintaining the machines. There's man hours. Mating and even the some work. woman hours that are cheaper. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, there's no reason that a hash brown should cost its weight in a potato. Because... It's not... Eat the potato, dude. Why don't you just eat the potato? Right. Just grab that and just crunch down onto it, man.
3: Why are you going to McDonald's?
2: Or why don't you do all the stuff it takes to make it and then tell me how long it took you to do that. And then tell me if it's worth it for you to pay a thousand other people to do that for you for $3. Okay. There. There's that. There's that economics lesson for you. Uh, Number four. Oh, we can do this quick. Another Tesla recall these cars Charlie they're just too dangerous They are. And after the Tesla owners Just got their cars back from the shop After the last recall you know They had to go wait in line Take it into the dealership and get all the Stuff fixed on their cars And yet here we go again they gotta Schedule an appointment at the Dealership the Tesla dealership And drive it back in Mm -hmm. and wait in line And wait weeks for their car to come
3: back What happened (laughs) Is that what you're saying Huh? Standard legal. They do not recall. They don't recall. That's... If you could get a
2: message to Elon Musk right now (laughs) to read this and say, I do not recall. (laughs) Yeah. That would be good. Tesla is recalling almost 2.2 million vehicles, nearly all of the cars that it has sold in the U.S. Why, you may ask? Because (laughs) the font size is too small on its instrument panel for its brake, park, and anti-lock brake system warning lights. Yeah. So here's what actually happened. too small. Tesla did a... Tesla changed the font size like I'm doing in the document we have open for show notes right now. Uh, Currently, it's on 14. Now it's on 15. I just recalled our show notes right there. That was pretty crazy, right? I just changed the font size. Now, the way that they do these things is an over-the-air software update, and the font size changed but they try to, I mean, you can go to the article and read about how this is potentially dangerous for people or whatever, all the models that are involved, but they do say that the report by the NHTSA uh, noted that Tesla is not aware of any crashes, injuries, or deaths linked to the incorrect warning light fonts.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sir, how did this happen? Well, I just couldn't read the fact that my anti-lock brake warning Mm. system was flashing at me. And so I was squinting, staring at my dashboard, and what do you know, I, I ran over these kids. Yeah. You know? Ran
2: over, right over That's them. The
3: font size, sir. That, that darn font we size. We need a recall.
2: There's clearly an effort by people in the media to try and take down Elon Musk and to try and destroy his wealth because that is what finances. Because
3: now Putin <laughs> is being interviewed you see, on X.
2: You see how many people are going to die? Because yeah, Elon Musk it. took over X. You know that the old regime would not have allowed this Putin interview to nope. be spread on X. And now we're going to lose a war and hundreds of thousands of people and the entire Europe is going to be overrun by Russia all because Elon Musk bought
3: X. The axis is finally going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was Hitler's plan the entire time. It was. Was for
2: right. Elon Musk to create these cars and have all the. By the value. way, the recall is just a software update. Yeah. That's so it. That's you don't even have to turn your car over, overnight thing. All right. Number five. Do you remember the time we talked about the mayor, Tiffany Henyard, the one in Illinois? Oh, that, who's living the highlight. Yeah. Cream, she's living man. the she highlight. The queen. Yeah. The queen. That's right. She's slaying out there in whatever yeah. the town's name is. Got a Gucci bag. $300,000 salary. Actually put forward a. Uh, a, I to call it a piece of a bill or whatever. I don't know what you call it. A motion for her replacement if she gets voted out to make twenty five grand a year. Yeah, but if she wins, she still gets a three hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> for the next time. <laughs> yep, she's living it up. The best, the best mayor. Well, that that video went viral. People have been talking about her quite a bit. There are a lot of people that are upset about the lavish vacations and the high salary for the mayor. And it turns out why charlie would you say people are actually upset about this because she's black that's it yeah they're upset because the only she's reason. black it's the only reason there's no reason and on top of that charlie one of the worst things imaginable happening in this town she's being criticized by other black by people. other black people who are criticizing
3: her because she's black mm-hmm. this is word racism <laughs>
2: All right. Here's uh, some of her talking. This is about when this.
3: the narrative falls apart. <laughs>
2: y'all should you
5: know? be ashamed of y'all self. Y'all black. Y'all are black, and y'all sitting up here beating and attacking on a black woman that's in power. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves
1: Dalton's difficulties got worse in recent weeks with water main breaks. Hennard blames oh. on
3: trustee budget. This that idea. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves.
2: Y'all. <laughs> that's a, mm-hmm. this idea from her is so unbelievably racist in my, in my opinion, I know as a white guy, that opinion doesn't matter. And that opinion that I have is automatically racist. But the idea that other black people should refrain from criticizing you purely on the basis that they are black and you are also black. And therefore these black people could not possibly have a problem with their tax money going to pay your $287,000 salary or your lavish vacations, or your billboards with your face on them all over the town, that there's no way that these black people could possibly think for themselves and think that this is an improper use of our money that's going to you. Mm -hmm. Their first thing that they should think of is, well, she's black, so therefore I don't have any problem with her misusing my money. Not that. if they I sh- criticize her, that's racist.
3: They should be ashamed of themselves. Y'all should be ashamed of y'all selves. Because a black woman's in power and you're black. Yeah, You're criticizing me. I'm, <laughs> look at me. I'm also black. The frame we're paused on is y'all. <laughs> that's what she's saying right now. The audacity.
2: <laughs> the kahunas. It's gross. Gross is what it is. Yeah. Uh, number six. Okay. Man. We got a couple things. I guess we're at 48 minutes. So we got some
3: time. Mm-hmm. A little bit of time here. All right. This is uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, of course.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is in the... I think this is in the Miami Herald. Yeah, I think it's in the Miami Herald. You remember
3: the don't say gay state of Florida. When you get there, you can't say gay. You can't. All right. Forcing... um, This is a headline here. Forcing Florida's homeless into monitored camps is called internment. Are we in 1933 Germany? So basically Hitler... DeSantis, (laughs) DeSantis. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. Um, same thing. Um, yep. For sure. Ron Hitler. Uh, basically the same thing as uh, he's got gas I don't chambers, see a difference. I yeah. I don't see a difference same between thing.
2: him, Hitler, or FDR. Yeah.
3: There's not a fascist idea floating in the Republican airspace that Governor Ron DeSantis doesn't embrace. His uh, latest endorsement. Can we get a fact check on that, please? Bills advancing in the Florida legislature to enable rounding up the state's homeless and forcing them to live in monitored camps. A work in progress DeSantis on Monday called the House Bill and Senate Bill, which prohibit city and county governments from allowing homeless people to sleep or camp on public property and rights of way. Digging the knife of callousness deeper, the measures allow property owners disturbed by a homeless person's presence to sue the local governments allowing it.
2: All right, almost none of that is true. Um, I did go through the bill. Even the last thing that this author said allows property owners disturbed by a homeless person's presence to sue. No, it actually shows that if a home, if a property owner's home value has been negatively affected by this homeless encampment, uh, then they can sue the government for damages to their property. Uh, it's not just like, oh, I don't like this over here. Uh, it's it's actually if it affects if it negatively affects your property value. Uh, the other thing they make a big deal out of the fact that these are monitored camps. Um, the homeless people are currently sleeping in monitored camps because they're monitored by the local city count, county police and city state officials uh, at all times uh, for crimes and anything else being uh, done. We're, all of it is monitored currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they're asking for is for these areas to create a designated camping place, encampment for homeless people, like a designated area with fences and guards. And, <laughs> it doesn't say you have to put up fences, gas chambers. It doesn't mention anything about guards. Oh, it would just be police that enforce the law. Yeah, is what it would be
3: wearing SS badges. <laughs>
2: they would. <laughs> They're going to be wearing some kind of DeSantis patch, probably like a DS patch or something. I don't know why DS. Yeah, it's all it's just D. Yeah, we put a big D on RD. Mm-hmm. RD. Yeah. Okay, a little bit more
3: <clears throat> with some uh, barbed wire around the fence, mm-hmm. so these people can't get out. Yeah, and we're going to move them there by train. <laughs> they take a train there. Yeah, yeah. it's free. this <laughs> Santos casts the legislation as ensuring public order, ensuring quality of life for residents, ensuring the people's property values are maintained, but he essentially seems to want to make homelessness illegal. Touted as, cutting, touted as cutting edge, the idea is to keep homeless people far from the view of selfish people offended and threatened by reminders of the plight of the less fortunate. Where would we dump the homeless in South Florida? In the bug ridden Everglades.
2: That's a question. Not saying exactly where we can put it.
3: In the bug writ yeah Everglades. In the bug writ <laughs> question mark Everglades? Yeah. Um sorry I didn't get that on my teleprompter. I yeah. didn't see the question mark.
2: Um, it doesn't make homelessness illegal, it just says that you can't be homeless all over other people's property and public property and public right-of-way sidewalks, stuff like that. It says that a city, a local municipality is going to designate a certain area where you can go be homeless just fine. This all is where to, for homeless people, but you're not going to sleep on the sidewalk outside of this guy's business anymore. There's going to be a specific place where if you don't have a home and you want to camp somewhere, then you go camp here. I, I think this is a I think it's a fine idea, creating a designated place
3: and the monitored ideas. Okay, but- so you like Nazi Germany, then?
2: <laughs> Public property, you know? Yeah. Um, of course, they go through other people in camps, you know, the history of other people in camps, mm. just in case that was a necessary thing to put in this article. Yep. Uh, you can, <laughs> if you want to get the brief history of Hitler putting people in camps and an even briefer history of FDR putting people in camps. Luckily, this article provided that yeah. for you. Um, I, w- I did go through the bill, okay, because I was—I guess I had a lot of time on my hands to go through this. A, a municipality may, in its discretion, designate property owned by the municipality to be used for a continuous period of no longer than one year for the purposes of public camping or public sleeping. A property designated for such purposes may not be located in an area where such designation would adversely and materially affect the property value or safety and security of other existing residential or commercial property. So there you go. There's the that's the Hitler paragraph
3: (laughs) in this whole thing. Yeah, just so you know, they took that. The excerpt was straight from the the Nazi manifesto.
2: Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. That was a that was a quote from Mein Kampf. Okay, number seven, Uh, this Bay Area school district Spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a woke kindergarten program, and its test scores fell even further. If you could imagine such a thing. Dumblete number seven, they paid two hundred and fifty K for woke kindergarten, and their test scores didn't go up. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> Hayward Elementary School, struggling to boost low test scores and dismal student attendance, is spending two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in federal money for an organization called Woke Kindergarten. To train teachers to confront white supremacy, disrupt racism and oppression, and remove those barriers to learning. Because that's what the problem has been mm-hmm. this whole time.
3: That's right. That's why test those scores white, are down. White supremacy. The woke kindergarten you session. Could, you ask a kindergartner, like, what two plus two is, and they're, the answer is, well, I don't know, because my great-great-grandparents were slaves. Yeah. That's so what they say. How in the world can I guess?
2: Honestly, the student's afraid to even say that. Because of white supremacy. They can't say that. And so it's a tough tough thing out there for kindergarten students, you know, dealing with all this racism. The woke kindergarten sessions train teachers on concepts and curriculum that's available to use in classrooms with any of Glassbrook Elementary's 474 students. That's the school's name, Glassbrook. The sessions are funded through a federal program meant to help the country's lowest performing schools boost student achievement. And this is where your federal DOE money... Some of it is going towards is 250 K for a school to teach about white supremacy to boost student achievement. Mm-hmm. But two years into the three year contract with woke kindergarten, a for profit company, student achievement at Glassbrook has fallen, prompting some teachers to question whether the money was well spent given the needs of the students who
3: are predominantly low income. Clearly, those are racist but, teachers.
2: Yeah, if they're questioning Racist, this. racist questions uh, that mm-hmm. they're asking for sure. English and math scores hit new lows last spring with less than 4% of students proficient in math and just under 12% at grade level in English, a decline of about 4 percentage points in each category. That's crazy. I'm shocked that this didn't help. Mm. Efforts to reach the organization were not successful. They didn't respond for comment, okay. They had an automated response saying the founder, who also does the training, was recovering from surgery. I went through this place's website. This is literally some woke... Karen, who created a terrible website, laughably terrible website
3: and got a quarter got of a million dollar contract, got
2: a quarter million dollar contract to go do this. She is the founder and she is the trainer. And she also looks like is the person who built this website. <laughs> it's a joke. The whole thing is a, a a sick joke.
3: What kind of surgery did she get?
2: <laughs> Hopefully having a stick removed from her. District officials defended the program last week saying that woke kindergarten did what it was hired to do.
3: (laughs) Did it? Get surgery. (laughs) She paid for
2: her surgery, at least, so that's good. The the (sighs) district pointed to improvements in attendance and suspension rates and that the school was no longer on the state watch list, only to learn from the Chronicle that the school was not only still on the list but had dropped to a lower level.
3: (laughs) the, the The
2: district lied about not be on the list we're not
3: on the list No, you're still on it and actually it's worse you you forgot to scroll down the fact oh that you're still on the list
2: uh costco brought up a good point um he said nate did you know that because uh i've said this sorry i'm trying to get this thing out of the way the name of the school republicans are going to send pipe bombs to the school now this is something that the media is attacking libs of tiktok right now and uh, Chaya Raddock, the one who run, is oh, blaming, doxing the blaming, blaming her for playing other people's videos and saying, hey, look what this person said. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, some people are doing some crazy things. You know, a couple dozen people maybe have done bomb threats or different threats, stuff which like that. Which is
3: wrong, by the way. Which Don't is a, do that. Which is
2: a wrong thing to do because there are some innocent people at that school, yeah. at least. And uh, it's also... It's also wrong to do that. But yeah, it's a ridiculous idea that she should stop reporting on these things because crazy people do crazy things. At the same time, some education experts say struggling schools need research-based literacy and math interventions that ensure all students have the basic skills to succeed.
3: Didn't all these teachers go to school to teach, to learn how to teach?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They do. They did. Examples of success include San Francisco's John Moore. Muir Elementary, which has tried a pilot math intervention program that has led to a more than 50% proficiency rate. Yeah, but how racist are the kids? Yeah, That's the bigger question. I know that they can... I know they're learning basic skills that's going to make the rest of their lives better and have better earning opportunities and just better livelihood overall, but are they racist? That's the bigger question Mm. that we need to ask here. I did go through the website last night. This is the headline page no capitalization because I guess capitalization is probably racist that's right uh, so all power to the little people woke kindergarten is a global abolitionist early childhood ecosystem and visionary creative portal uh, the website is not any kind of it's, it's a joke I'm telling you it's a joke I'm going to put the link to it in the show early
3: notes. education and pro black and queer and trans liberation <laughs> I can't even say a sentence <laughs> Supporting children, families, educators, and organizations in their commitment to abolitionist early education and pro-black and queer and trans
2: liberation. This is the uh, top of the website for woke kindergarten. They have these woke word of the day. Okay. They put so much. Now, listen, they're on a shoestring budget. This one person got paid a quarter million dollars. You can't be expected to create more than six vocabulary words for your students. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible. But these are the woke word of the days, uh, even though I presume there's been more than six days uh, that have occurred since this was created. Ceasefire, which is an uh, order for people with power and places to stop fighting and use weapons to hurt large groups of people. Strike, abolish, protest, anti-racist, and there's even a
3: uh, Manifestation. <laughs> so
2: I'm going to guess through all of my extensive Spanish language training that that is manifestation. Mm. I know Yeah, that's probably really far off, but um, that's probably what it is. Yeah. The website's ridiculous. Uh, there's some other really funny stuff on it, like poems uh, about the Buffalo shooting and the white supremacy that led to the Buffalo shooting, all kinds of stuff like that. Y'all let's get the votes in. Let's get them votes in. If everyone's ready, go to the Dumb Leap of the Week voting channel and start clicking on whatever it is you think was the dumbest thing we to count them down. We got number one was the Biden documents thing. Number two was uh, well, some,
3: Biden's yeah, senile.
2: The, the entire situation, like mm-hmm. all-encompassing Biden situation. Uh, number two was the Tucker interview. Number three, we had economics takes from Elizabeth Warren and from that $3 hash brown guy with a potato. Uh, number four, the Tesla recall. Number five, the mayor, Tiffany Hinyard. Y'all should be ashamed of y'all selves. Number six, DeSantis internment camps. And number seven, woke kindergarten get your vote Sam.
3: get your votes in all right while you're voting i'm gonna tell you to share the show if you enjoyed it if you didn't enjoy it you should also share it sure. just hit that little share button um leave us a rating and review on apple podcast or spotify uh because all the other apps are pretty much gone i think those two have a monopoly that's
2: yeah even though there's several other options but it's, those two of them have a monopoly hmm. Where most people listen,
3: which basically means a monopoly. <laughs> uh Happy birthday to Costco. Today's his birthday. Hope you enjoy being so young. How old is he? Oh, to be so young. I How don't young I, is he? I don't know if I can say that. on old oh, is on he? 25? 24? 24. Good Lord. Hmm. Well, at least you're doing something right by being part <laughs> of the Fed Haters Club. Hey, starting his life off right. Yeah. You know, at least he's getting the truth. <clears throat>
2: All right. Okay. The Biden documents thing is going to be dumb bleep of the week. Shocker, right? You had no idea. We just had no idea that the Biden documents thing was going to win, but uh, that is the best thing. Once again, I'll tell you, thank you so much for being here every single Tuesday, Tuesday night. Uh, We love each and every one of you. And if you love us, you can come listen to Charlie and I every single day on your favorite podcast app. Under the name Good Morning Liberty, go to Bernielies.com. We'll see you again next week.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and there's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there.